This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Megan. And I am Myra, and Megan and I have been freaking working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah, Y'all are literally hearing this in the future because we're recording it literally like a few weeks in advance, which is something we never do. <laughs> never. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, it just kind of like worked that. out. Yeah. yeah. It worked out like that. But, you know, here we are another week. Um, how's everything going with you, Myra? Um, everything so far is going well. I just realized when we when did we hop on the Zoom? Actually, that was Thursday, another day we were working, but anywho. We've been working um, all week and Tuesday. All week. <laughs> and Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, we have been working all week. Mm-hmm. But I realized that our trip, um, because we are gonna be able to see each other again. Super yes. excited about that. But it's two weeks away and it's I have crunch. done nothing. It's crunch time. It's, it's crunch time. time. As y'all yeah. are hearing this episode, we are on the trip. So, you know, yes. hopefully we have gotten <laughs> the outfits figured out and all that good yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm going through the exact same thing. Myra. I always wait until the last minute. That's why, you know, it's as horrible as Amazon is, at least they will give you your things within a couple of days, which is literally when I need them. So, yeah. They know it. <laughs> they know it they know they said we got you in two days because we know you waited <laughs> until three days before you supposed to leave Ooh. so we'll have Ooh. it today read, read my life amazon read my life they know. oh my they gosh know it. right exactly but yeah this episode is tons of fun i am so excited for you guys to hear our guests that we have on this amazing as y'all are hearing this for the regular listeners not the patrons it is cinco de mayo how freaking fun is that and we have the funnest guest ever for this episode i love that for us i love it yeah yeah mm-hmm. I- so hopefully y'all are somewhere drinking uh we're probably in the airport drinking um <laughs> So I don't get there till time. really late. Mm. Yeah, I don't get to the airport till really late. Mm-hmm. So I probably won't be because I still gotta get where I'm either. I I have no clue what the hell. Once we what, see well, each other, we're gonna be drinking. So yeah, once I get there, <laughs> but <laughs> on my way there, I can't because I need to figure out where the hell I'm going. That's true. But, that's true. And I, I don't know if it's gonna be super dark. Well, it might be because it's I'll get there after tea. So oh dark. yeah, it's gonna be dark after. So yeah, I probably mm-hmm. won't drink just just out of fear. Until later. Yeah. Until later. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, guys. So let's go ahead and get into it. So today we have our amazing friend, Julie of Julie's Plans on the episode. And she is giving us a planner world history 101 lesson today. And Mm -hmm. I love it because this is a lot of information 
that me and Myra didn't even know about. We didn't join mm-hmm. the compute the, the community until 2018, 2019. So mm-hmm. Julie is literally throwing it all the way back to the very early days, 2013, 2014, when she uh, joined and what that was like. And that was just a super, super fun conversation. And I'm so excited for y'all to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited to kind of jelly but also not really because it was a little it was a little wild but I would have like to be privy to that yep. yeah I know dang. I think we all felt that way like dang how did I not know this community existed before we got here you know no matter I mean? when so, you join yeah. you feel like you mm-hmm. missed something unless yeah. you were really there at the very very beginning no matter when you join you definitely feel like you know you miss something but here yeah. we are now and at least we have people like julie's on one of the ogs who can give us the tea and disclaimer guys for anybody else who may have been around from the early days of the planet community julie is speaking from her perspective mm-hmm. and if your perspective is different or if you recall things differently that's fine and that's your perspective but julie don't need to hear about it in her dms and we don't need to either in ours like if you want to like just give your take on like a certain situation or whatever from back in the day that's one thing but don't yeah. straight up come at like oh no wait that didn't happen in 2015 that happened in 2017 don't do all that it's just not necessary yeah. it's not that deep yes, we're not yeah, taking yeah. the test on it we don't need to know anything exactly i'm just throwing that out there to protect our and julie's peace <laughs> and to not do yeah. it yeah I think she had mentioned that too but mm-hmm. you know I'm sure she appreciates the additional disclaimer <laughs> absolutely absolutely it is her point of view and her opinion yeah. absolutely so yeah let's go ahead and get into it have fun listening to Julie's episode guys and we will be back um at the end to talk to y'all a little bit more all right, guys. So we are back and we are here talking with our amazing friend, Julie's Plans. Julie, how are you? Good. Glad to be here. Yes. It's always yes, fun. Yes. Welcome back. Having it's your been a podcast. while. Right. It has. It has yeah. been a while. <laughs> it has been a minute. It has been a minute. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like we know you so much better now than the first time you were on the podcast. It's like, oh, you know, Julie, this amazing person in the community, let's have her on the podcast. And now it's like our homegirl, Julie, coming on the podcast. And I feel really good about that. I love it. Me too. Me too. So today we're going to have a fun conversation with Julie about the history from her perspective of the planner community because as y'all know julie is an og in these planner streets she was here she was literally with the planner community shooting in the gym like she knows probably 95 percent of the tea y'all not gonna get all that but we are gonna do a deep dive <laughs> into the history so um I guess, well, I guess first, just in case there's anybody out there who is not familiar with you and your platform, what you do, Julie, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself just a little bit. Thank you. So I am Julie of Julie's Plans. Like literally all my platforms are named the same thing. So you can find me pretty much everywhere. Uh, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I even have a website that's covered in cobwebs, but that's okay. But that's a, <laughs> that's a whole it's other there thing. though. It's there yes. though. <laughs> yeah. But I talk primarily about planning and organization and a little bit of lifestyle things in there. Um, I do that by night and on weekends and by day I'm an HR professional. So I do mm-hmm. kind of sprinkle in some work things from time to time as appropriate. <laughs> yes, as appropriate. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Most of the time you will find me just, you know making jokes about things, having fun, and just, you know, not taking things too seriously, because life is too short, so. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It is Let's too not short. take things too seriously, like, 
Right. Saturday and Sunday don't have to be next to each other. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, promise, I promise it's going to be all right. Y'all. It will be okay. They still come after months, each other in the real world. It's okay. That's <laughs> in a I few months, like, you're going to mm-hmm. see all these people sharing all their ideas and tips of ways to use that page. And this conversation will be a thing of the past. That's why yes, I'm like, just, um, I'm sure that there are more pressing things in this world. <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta so, be. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. So I guess let's go ahead and start like Julie, like when do you think, when and how do you think the planner community like really started on social media? So I really think it was probably late 2013 into 2014. I was not in the planner community in 2013, but I hear that people were posting things from time to time, probably more on other platforms like Pinterest where people mm. shared um, more ideas and things like that, where Instagram was more of a platform where you shared your, you know, you took more pictures of food than anything else, right? That's and, true. and shared mm-hmm. that on Instagram. So it definitely evolved from there. I joined the planner community in late 2014. And that seems like a long, long time ago. So <laughs> nearly uh, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's been a roller coaster. You know, back then it was really turning anything and everything you could into a sticker. There were people using colorful markers and pens. Mm. I mean, there were people using Sharpies in their planners, like, what? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, <Ooh>. um, <laughs> it was uh, the big thing back. Right? Yes, we have, we have, <laughs> we have evolved, you know, when you know better, you do better. That includes markers. <laughs> Please do not use markers in your planner. I literally cannot even imagine. <laughs> A Sharpie in a planner. Right. And so the the main source to even get planner supplies back then was the Target Dollar Spot, now known as Bullseye's Playground, which I think most people are still like, who? Um, Is that the name? Yeah. Officially now? Say who? Bullseye's Playground. It's just like. It will forever be the dollar spot. The dollar spot. Nothing (laughs) nothing costs a dollar there anymore. Right. That's why they changed it. So, you know, people would take like the little page flags that would come in packets. The dollar, the dollar section literally had a lot of stationary items in there. Um, there was a practice called shelf lifting. If you're not uh, very familiar with that, that is where um, people would literally lift the shelves in Target to see if product had fallen underneath there and or someone came along and hid product for them to find later on that is how desperate people were for the Ooh, the ghetto, page Ooh, the ghetto. <laughs> so, and these things they didn't even stick to our planners so we had to buy like additional things like glue sticks or adhesive tape runners mm-hmm. to make them stick because that's what we would use as stickers there really were not um very many sticker shops at the time yeah um the the popular sticker shops back then were like your Lily Henry, um, Libby and Co., uh, Nicole Hutch Designs, who's still around, mm. and Chrissy Ann Designs, who had started her shop, I think. I mean, she's had a shop that's evolved, like, I think it started in 2010, mm. I think. Um, but she was also just starting to create stickers as well. And it, the resources were limited, and we had to do what we could with what we had mm. <laughs> at our disposal. 
And you know what? I bet that fostered so much creativity, like not having a lot of options. So really having to like dig deep and think through what you wanted your planner to look like and try to figure out how to make it happen when you didn't have all these resources at your disposal that we have now. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I bet the spreads were absolutely uh, lit. <laughs> I mean, for the time. For the time. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. You could scroll back on my feed, and there are some things that I'm just like, did I, did I really do that? <laughs> Ooh, homework assignment. It's, I it's think I'm fun do to this. look back. It is. Yeah. It's fun to look back. It's also fun, especially for someone like me who worked so hard on like my handwriting and things like that. Mm-hmm. Even my handwriting has changed, right? Because you were showing your stuff on social media, so you wanted it to look good. So right. you would improve your handwriting. You would find better pens that worked with your handwriting. Don't judge me, but if you do scroll back, I wrote in blue ink back in the day. <laughs> the Julie. I know. I know. I Look, know. she said, when you know better, you do better, right? <laughs> you do better. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So where would you say, like, as far as social media wise, like, what was the main platform back then? Was it mainly Facebook? Because I know back around that time, Instagram had just started. Yeah, it was. It really was mainly Facebook and your Facebook group. So fun story. I actually joined. So I did find Instagram first and that's where people were like, you really need to join EC fans gone wild. And I was like, that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and that's where I started as far as like Facebook groups and things. I think shortly after that, I discovered like we love EC, which is definitely the more uh, quiet, tame, heavily monitored group, whereas mm. EC fans gone wild was not. Mm. It was literally the watering hole of the planner community. It's where everyone went to gossip, like literally just talk crap and also share stuff. But that's mm-hmm. where you could freely like let loose your feelings and your thoughts on anyone and anyone in the community. So it Ooh. was, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> giving a wow wow west vibes that's what i'm getting uh, that is an accurate description i don't think that there's a single person who would disagree with that and that's not to say that it was um horrible but again yeah. it was another one of those situations where over the years people were like okay enough's enough let's kind of like yeah. turn this around you know yeah. because there are some conversations that can become uh dangerous or yes. on the verge of harassing like you know we all we all like we're human we all take we, we all participate in like talking crap mm-hmm. right? right but there are some things that just kind of went a little further than they should have gone and yeah. so they they really changed their rules and things like that and it became a much safer space to participate in which is great yeah and then and then shortly after that you had go wild so mm. <laughs> that was yeah. that was really awesome so everything in this community does evolve and change over time sometimes for the better sometimes not for mm-hmm. the better I think that the more people you have in the community, you're going to have different points of view, different um, backgrounds of people, and it only makes our community better. And if you don't evolve with it, then you're going to kind of feel like you don't like this space anymore. And it just might not be for you. (laughs) Very true. Very, very true. And you know what, Mm -hmm. something that that has always interested me about the planner community is how it is such a reflection of what is going on in the world. I feel like so many people regard the planner community as like they're like safe, quiet space from the outside world, but it is literally just a mirror reflection of what is going on in the world just on a much smaller smaller scale and it's as if the world was run by um 
women (laughs) basically you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. because you have a lot of the same issues that are in the outside world and also it kind of seems like around those same like early 2010s mid 2010s the world kind of started evolving in a lot of ways too as far as being a lot more inclusive politically Mm -hmm. correct um you know and uh just trying to do more things to make you know my minorities and all of mm-hmm. us feel way more included and it's like that kind of happened yeah. there was a shift in the planner community I feel like that for that mm-hmm. as well all of a sudden women of color and black women started getting a notice you know mm-hmm. queer people started getting noticed in this community and started getting a lot more attention and recognition that they deserve as yep. well so it's so crazy how it's like all you gotta if you want to know what's gonna happen soon in the planner community like look at what's going on in the outside world and it's, it's gonna so hit true. the community in a couple months it's so <laughs> true like we're and it, it's it goes back to you know when people try to tell you like just stick to talking about planners and washi mm-hmm. and markers and things like that it's like we're multi-dimensional people right we're not just planners right we're human yeah. beings with real things going on in our lives real mm-hmm. things that affect us in a, in a daily basis um that affect each and every one of us differently right yes. um so the things that we're hearing on the news might affect me differently than it would affect you or, or someone else right. and these are important conversations to have because we can't just kind of like stick our heads in the ground and say i'm just gonna you know focus on washing and paper and ignore mm-hmm. everything else in the world. We all know how that turned out for all yeah. of us, right? When yes, we just ignore we things. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, you know. Yeah, because yeah, when you know yeah. things, they don't go away. They don't disappear. They right. build up and they right. blow up. And that's literally what happened in the world, you know, with Black Lives Matter and everything. And literally that yes. the exact same mm-hmm. thing happened in the planner community. It was ignored and then it blew up and now you can't right. ignore it anymore. And sometimes it just takes, you know, having multiple voices, you know, yeah. to, to speak up. Because let's be real, if it's just one person, we're like, oh, look at that person. They're complaining about this one thing. But mm-hmm. if you start to hear it over and over again, you're like, you know what? There might be a real issue. Let's let's mm-hmm. talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. And as a community, that's what we should do. Yes. And I think that's what we started to see over the years in the planner community was like, you can't ignore people's real lives. As much mm-hmm. as you just want to see their planners, and this may be an outlet for you, there are human beings behind these accounts. Yep. There are human beings in these Facebook groups and and things like that. And we kind of have to understand, you know, what? maybe this is why their planner spread looks this way this week. Look at what they're having to deal with in their world and in yeah. their community mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, it's just important to have an open mind. And, and remember, you know, we might have this one thing in common mm-hmm. with planning and organizing and our love of stickers and, you know, <laughs> excessive mm-hmm. amounts of planners that we buy. <laughs> but we also have these other things that make us each so unique. Yes. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. 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 It's always been super ironic to me, the people that are like, just stick the plans. And it's like, well, what are you planning? Like we plan our lives. Like we don't plan Care Bear tea parties and trips with unicorns. Like (laughs) we're planning stuff that we're doing in our everyday lives and all these things affects us. So like if any community should be, uh, you know, more than just the paper, it should be us. Cause that's literally what we're, we're doing. We're organizing our life. Absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things to come from the internet getting as huge as it is now and social media getting as huge as as it is now is people, it's easy for people to forget or for some people to forget that Mm -hmm. just like you're a person behind a keyboard, there are other people, real people with real lives, real problems, real families 
on the other side of that keyboard and it's like you're just it's like I feel like when you don't have to physically see somebody's reactions to your words or whatever you have to say to them you 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 lose that human element and it does because obviously nine times out of ten all these crazy things that people say online they would never ever ever say that to somebody's face they would never yeah. have the audacity the gall none of that to say that to somebody's mm-hmm. face but it's very easy to forget that you're talking to a person and say those type of mm-hmm. things to people so yeah I'm glad that the community made that shift even though I'm a little jealous that I you know missed that we missed the wow wow Wednesday. <laughs> that would have been interesting but at least we have you to tell us I'm not gonna lie there, there were parts of it that were fun you know because yeah. I mean it was just you would like you know how we always talk about you know people are complaining about brands and things like that but I mean we it was like an unleashed level of critiquing mm. <laughs> some of mm. these brands I'm not gonna lie we're, we're far from perfect human beings so you yeah. know to look back on it it's like damn we really just had no filter at all and truly that's what um the group EC fans gone wild was like they stayed true to their name those first few years it was a very uncensored group um and a lot of people specifically the admins recognized that after a while as the group grew Mm -hmm. um and it remained uncensored that it kind of gave people you know like those people who feel like they can just say whatever they want and then walk Mm -hmm. away from the keyboard kind of gave them a license to do those things. And it was, it started to just build and build and build. Um, So it was nice to see the shift. It was nice to see that, you know, that group along with other groups started to do the same thing. Like, you know, obviously everyone believes in freedom of speech, but there's Mm -hmm. not like a freedom to be hateful, you know, (laughs) exactly. you know, it's, it's one thing to like call someone out for bad behavior or, um, just being like crappy to someone in the community or doing mm-hmm. things like that. But it's another to just kind of like constantly just, you know, harassing people yeah. and bullying yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So, so what would you say is the biggest change that you've seen in the community from 2014 to 2020? If you had to pick one thing that you think is the biggest change. I think overall just being more inclusive. Mm. It has been it has been a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. Um do I wish it would have happened sooner? Absolutely. Yeah. Um and, and you know things happen in this world that that kind of create those shifts and those pivots and it's been it's been great to see. You see people um speaking up more, uh, using their spaces to not just talk about planning but talk about important things that are happening in the world and talk about things that are important like voting and election and all mm-hmm. these things even if people have different beliefs you know, still bringing to light, you know, the importance of voting, the importance of participating and things like that. Um, Talking about things that are happening in their community that might be affecting them. Um, Just people being a lot more like raw and transparent with their lives, because I think that oftentimes we can look at social media and we only see someone's like the, what they're putting out. Right. And we're always just showing like a flat lay or look at this thing that I bought, but there's so many layers to human beings that they may be going through something. And then when they start sharing what's going on around them and in their world, you're like, okay, you know, you start to get to know these people a little bit better. Yeah. I just think it's, it's good to see the way that it has uh, evolved in the way like people have been turning it into their business because before really mm. the only businesses in the planner community were shop owners mm. um, so you had to like sell a product to be a business owner right. and that's also evolved as well as you know people start to create patreons and podcasts mm. <laughs> and and things like that and really like 
start to create a business and a career for themselves. And it's great to see how that has also evolved. You don't have to have a shop to be a business owner. Mm. Um, You can create content and inspire people and educate people. And it's, it's great. You know, I can see the community continuing Mm. to grow. um, If we continue to take this direction, I really do. Yeah, I love that too, because I mean, being a shop owner is literally just not for everybody. And I think it's great to that people can see and really put out there that there are so many different lanes as far as Mm -hmm. if you are wanting to monetize your presence in the planner community. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be a shop owner. You don't have to be a podcaster. You don't have to be a influencer. You don't have to be affiliated. Like you can choose or you don't have to try to be everything either right Mm -hmm. you know because a lot of people have gone down that path of just trying to do it all and it's like girl just don't be when you try to be a jack of all trades you're a master of none you know what I'm saying so focus on what you do well and what you enjoy the most and then maybe later on if you want to branch out and do more things you can Mm -hmm. try to add it but don't try to take on a full plate at one time because Mm -mm. girl I could just never be a shop owner the patience that they have that's why I stick to like my two digital products there you go (laughs) (laughs) two things look it's up there every now and then yeah (laughs) right and every now and then I'll get the question like how do I make this work on my like Samsung product I'm like I don't use Android devices (laughs) let me google that for you and you know you do have to answer questions and service your customers and that can get I can only imagine shop owners have thousands of listings and what Mm -hmm. they have to deal with I'm like nope I'm gonna stay in the digital space (laughs) yes and you have to be so nice about it too Mm -hmm. I think that's where I would struggle the customer service mm-hmm. piece would, yeah, would be yeah. a, a slight some customers are not very nice mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah I feel most are yeah. pretty nice yeah. it's just yeah. the, the mean ones be loud they're loud they are loud they and are. mean loud and wrong yeah, yeah. and they will, they will make sure the entire internet knows how upset they are and you're just like mm-hmm. really this is between you and the shop owner seriously, <laughs> seriously. I'm, sure, I'm sure they will take care of you but yeah it's Oh, me neither no shop owning for me like that yeah mm-hmm. no yeah it's why I've had I've had a few people say oh you should launch your own planner I'm like are you insane <laughs> <laughs> See, they they tell you that and they can be the main ones ripping you to shreds when Saturday apart. and Sunday aren't next to each right? other how you know you? how dare you you we we told you what we wanted yeah. and you didn't make that exactly <laughs> yeah oh my god what is wrong with y'all but <laughs> where's the lie Myra where's the lie <laughs> oh my god no that's low-key no. low a part of internet culture though like to yeah. just like go off and feel like honestly entitled because you spent two dollars on two dollar Tuesday so you can just go ahead and just rip that person tell them everything that's wrong with yeah because you spent that two dollars yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think that's a part of internet culture. Folks do that all the time. DoorDash mm-hmm. didn't get their food to me. Oh, let me go to Twitter. But it's like the <laughs> shop owner is not DoorDash. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like Mr. DoorDash is not reading your tweet. It's some mm-hmm. intern that's man in the thing, and I, I that's the difference what? with us. Like yeah. the shop owner is probably men in their Instagram account too. So yeah, you're absolutely. directly talking to that person. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Even yeah. though with these big companies, that is a way to get things done. If they not uh, cooperating privately, mm-hmm. hit your Instagram or your Twitter and at them a couple of times. I bet they start cooperating then. Mm-hmm. I mean, Even on TikTok, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Um, people calling well, out companies. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. Shout out to yep. TikTok girl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to TikTok girl. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Okay. What is one thing that you wish you knew when you first came into the community? One thing I wish I knew. There's a, there's probably a lot. Um, I think, I think it will be fun for all three of us to answer this question too. This, I think so too. I think so too. Mm -hmm. Don't think Myra. (laughs) Yeah. You get, you guys. Why did I do this to myself? I know. (laughs) It's a great question. I think that it probably would have been to kind of explore outside of my bubble of like original friends, like, like no, Mm. no hate to those friendships, but you kind of stay in like these cliques and you Mm. don't get to know like other people. And I think, you know, going back into planner history, there was a lot of that back in the day. And I, I, I'll admit I was guilty of it too, because you stay with within your comfort zone, right. Mm -hmm. And you don't get to know a lot of other people. So I probably would have, you know, not had so many barriers up, but it's hard on the internet too. Like you don't really know the person that you're conversing with. And I think this is before like Instagram, like DMS were even a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, people would try to get to know you online and you're like stranger danger. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but again, it was, you know, trying to create a, a safe internet experience. Um, I think the way now that the platforms have evolved where there's stories and you can kind of get to know people that way, if they use stories in that way. Um, And now through Instagram DMs and if they're on other platforms like YouTube and TikTok Mm -hmm. and things like that, it does open up room for you to get to know people a little bit better. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think the other thing too would have been to explore other brands to be quite honest. When Mm. I first came into this community, it was like EC was the brand. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of like literally everything I owned was just from this one brand. And it kind of left me closed off to Mm -hmm. trying out other brands. Um, And again, not, not any shade to the EC brand. We all know they make great product and they have that magical paper. But it's hard to try other things, right? (laughs) Because I'm one of those people where, you know, no lie, when everything went down in like 2020, I was like, uh, what do I use now? You know, it was, it was hard because I had kind of put myself in this one category of planning and hadn't really tried other things, um, at least not recently. And I was just like, this is all I'll ever use. This is my favorite. It's the best thing ever. There's nothing else out there like it. Well, I mean, there are other products to try and I I wish I would have branched out a little bit more, but that's, that's really it. (laughs) Yeah. At least you branch out a lot now though, because every other week you got a new planner. So I feel like you're making up for lost times when it comes to Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh yes. Um, I think for me, uh, something I wish I knew when I first came into the community, I wish I knew that it was okay to have my own voice and really, really actively use it. Because honestly, once, you know, everything popped off in 2020 and me and Myra created this platform, that was really the first, That I guess maybe in a couple months leading up to that, but that was really when we really started speaking out, really started standing up, really started shouting from the rooftops what we believed in. And I don't know, I don't think I was ever scared to do that, but I just didn't see a lot of other people doing that. So when you come mm-hmm. into a community, you're thinking, oh, well, nobody else is really saying anything about this in the news I guess people are just worried about what's going on in the planning community so it's that you kind of think that you're supposed to do that too that you're not supposed to bring all this outside stuff in and you're not supposed to talk about it because you won't get followers you won't be popular or whatever you want to call it you won't make friends because nobody wants to talk about that type of stuff so I wish I knew sooner 
that it was okay to really use my platform the way I wanted to use it and just really, really put my voice out there. And I hope people coming into mm-hmm. the community now know that it's, this is a safe space to say how you feel and you, mm-hmm. I, you're not safe from consequences if you <laughs> yeah. say something messed up <laughs> That's true. or problematic, That's true. <laughs> but you're free to say it. You're free to put it out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I guess reflecting to 2019, Meg, it would have been like, girl, shout it from the rooftops that Black Lives Matter. Like, forget these mm-hmm. people. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I feel that. Because mm-hmm. even back then, honestly, before, like you said, 2019 me, um, I still had like my quote unquote personal uh, Instagram and that's where I would, you know, be speaking out and stuff. And then yeah, my replants, it was literally just full of flat lays and um, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. this new release? So I kind of kept it separate. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, I'm, I am who I am on the whole my replanted platform. But Absolutely. Anyway, that's why y'all get a whole bunch of drag stuff because I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't share it. I'm like, I don't care. It's y'all know I like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. It's happening if it's not your thing. But um, yeah. I think for me, um, kind of, I guess I'm kind of piggybacking off of both of yours. Definitely branch out and try mm-hmm. different brands for sure. And um, I also would say realizing that there is no one linear way to success in this community Mm -hmm. um I think coming in I wanted to like oh I see like xyz these couple of people are doing this and they're you know being on this PR team and then they open up a shop and it's like okay I need to make sure I do all of those things but none of that is really you know who I am I I don't have Mm -hmm. the patience for the shop um I felt kind of weird, like going super hard for somebody else's brand and not really sharing a lot of like who I am and, you know, what my brand Mm -hmm. is. So that just wasn't the the lane for me. So I wish I would have known that, you know, I don't have to go that route to be successful here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I love that. To get there. Yep. I went through about a year of feeling like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. to be successful. And a lot of it, again, goes back to the, the events of 2020 and letting people, you know, jump into my DMS and say things like, you know, you're the only reason why you were successful is because of XYZ brand and Mm. you won't be anything without them. And I was like, is that true? Like I let those voices kind of like, you know, kind of take over what I was supposed to be doing. Like, is this, is this all that I am is just this one brand or this ambassador for this one brand, Mm -hmm. you know, I I would like to think that I'm more than that. And, you know, you let those people kind of convince you of those things. But, um, and I think honestly, that's partly one of the reasons why I did take such a long break is because I wanted to find myself Mm -hmm. without being tied to any one brand 24 seven you know, um, cause you can look back at my feed from 2014 <laughs> to 2020 <laughs> and it is like <laughs> one brand. You, yep. you just knew who I loved. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to kind of figure out who I was without having to constantly feed that machine, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that's what I love. And I knew that when I would come back or when I would, you know, start using their products a little bit more openly, mm-hmm. um, that it had to be on my terms when I felt comfortable yeah. and how I wanted to do yep. it. So, yep. I'm glad you stuck to your guns with that too. Yeah. Cause I I'm did. sure the I mean, girlies there, there were, were asking. Like so they were, yeah. they were. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like, what is wrong? I was like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just, I, yeah. It makes no sense to have your identity tied to any brand except for your own. Literally, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's that way, no matter what you do, it's only a reflection of your own brand. Like Planners and Wine is our brand. A big part of Planners and Wine is saying how we feel and putting it out there. And so we're doing that on our personal pages. That's right along line. That's on brand with Planners and Wine. This is what we do. (laughs) We're not spokespeople for any other brand, even if we work with brands here and there. Mm the main brand that we are tied to is our own I think that is just so important because then like you said like what happens when that brand does something colossally bad and you don't want to be associated with that brand no more so then what do you do you have to pick it up and figure out something else you got to pivot you know and that's a hard thing to do it's a really really hard thing to do Mm -hmm. it is yeah it is. And I like what you brought up, Myra, about, you know, speaking up and things like that. Because I'm going to tell you before 2020, I, I was one of those people that was terrified to speak up about yeah. things because the planner community at some, in some ways, it was truly terrifying, right? Like you didn't want to deal with those horrible DMs and things that people would say to you. Yeah. And, you know, seeing, you know, not only just people like yourself, but other people in the community really speaking up about things mm-hmm. empowered other people to speak yes. up about things, right? Yeah. Like I was one of those people that was like, I always knew that Black Lives Matter, but damn, I didn't realize we had to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, For sure, yeah. Because yeah. in my mind, I was like, that's how it always is, right? But then obviously things yeah. happen and you realize that's not the case for everybody. <laughs> For sure. Um, and so it, it helped me be like, you know what? This is important. If I have this space, I want people to know the things that are important to me yeah. and where I stand on those issues. So now when people come in my DMs and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you would post that. I'm like, then you haven't been around very long because I've Absolutely. been very, very vocal <laughs> yeah. about what I, where I stand and what my beliefs are and what I'm going to speak up about. Yep. So it, and it makes responding to those DMs now so much easier because I'm just like, and this is not my problem. <laughs> yep. No, you don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> it's a you problem, not a me problem. Right. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And I feel like, like for me personally, I just have much more respect for people who utilize their brand in their, in their, page and their platform not just to monetize it but also to try to make the world and the community a better place um you know no shade to people who who don't do that you know that's on them or whatever but that's those are just not the people I choose to associate myself or my brand with because I want to know how you feel I want to know not only that you think the black lives matter but that you aren't scared to say the black lives matter you know that's huge that's huge for for us because it's it's literally our lives our Mm -hmm. families our children you know and it's like if you can't stand beside me and shout that from the rooftops you're not going to be making money off of me or and I'm not going to be making money with you Mm -hmm. like we just don't have any we don't have nothing to talk about you know right but mm. right yeah, Ooh, thousand percent. Definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree. <laughs> yep. So, Julie, what do you? Mm, we'll save. We'll save us a little bit of this for something coming up. We'll let you guys have <laughs> more information about that. But let's just. I know people hate my- that. People <laughs> hate <laughs> hearing. <laughs> Sorry. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So let's just end on a high note. What are some things that you love about this planner community? 
truly the people mm. and like the just the friendships that I have been able to um just the way that I've been able to bond with people like we don't even have to be from the same state we don't have to be using the same planners it's just it's been great to get to know people on a different level other than just what planner they're using yeah. you know what I mean mm. and just to get to know people in that way um and that's that's what I think has been the greatest part is the people and getting to know people like mm-hmm. I know that we use planners and that's what brought it all together, but those are things and those are things that can be replaced, but connections and the bonds that you build with people are, there's just nothing that you can top with that. So yeah. Yeah. That's so true. (laughs) So, so true. Like when anybody asks us about um, like comparing like a previous planner conference to go out, I, it's really easy for me just to be like, you know, the previous planner conference that we went to, it was a conference and it was a lot of fun. Go out was mm-hmm. literally like summer camp where there was like a deep level of bond. And this may not be mm-hmm. the experience for everybody, but at least this was our yeah. experience. And like the most valuable thing that we got out of Go Wild was the deepening of connections and friendships, you know? It's and so that's true. one of my favorite things about this community too, because I feel like, like we talked about earlier, you forget that people are people. And then when you see them in real mm-hmm. life, you see them at Go Wild, you are able to put a, not yeah. only just a, you know, a face or a body from yeah. here up, but a full body, a full identity to this person that you follow and interact with online. Like it makes it different and it makes it a lot harder. I think I would hope for people to be so mean and cruel, you know? Uh, yeah, I think so too. It's almost like a, you know how they have a, is it TMZ or one of those that does like the celebrities and the doing everyday things, right? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like that at Go Wild. Mm-hmm. We're like, yep. oh my God, that person eats food. <laughs> Look at them dancing. They're right. drinking. Right. <laughs> The you first know, time we met, the first time we met Cindy from Lama Letters was at that other planner conference, and she was coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> literally, oh my god! Walking out of the bathroom because yeah. you know you just have to be reminded that everybody has to use the bathroom. Everybody has to use the bathroom. <laughs> everybody. everybody, everybody. So, so imagine the very first go wild, right? It was. Mm-hmm the first time that really anybody had met one another Mm. there were like smaller local meetups prior to that I think Atlanta had a couple of them um that was honestly one of my first meetups was one in Atlanta had about 50 people Mm. attend but go wild was truly where a lot of us had met for the first time and when I wanted I tell you that I couldn't even speak the week after from the amount of screaming I'm just being so excited to see yeah. people like now, of course, I was still excited to see people for the first time, but it was, sure. it was different because you've had like all these years to get to know people. Yeah. And of course mm-hmm. there are a couple of years skipped of having, um, go wild. So you had these mm-hmm. you yeah. know, longer time frames of getting to know people before you met them. But, um, that, yeah, <laughs> go wild is on a whole nother level that just, I I love it so so much I tell Me people too. yes there are other conferences I encourage people to go to other ones especially if they're closer to them because it's definitely mm-hmm. a little easier on the budget mm-hmm. um, to stay local but I think go wild being the size it is allows you the chance to meet more people in yes. a short time frame right so there's yeah. the ability to just connect with more people yep, absolutely so. and connect with all these shops that you're cursing out because your two dollars is a sticker sheet was a little bit too sticky. I know. You, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Remember, remember all that stuff you were saying? That owner's right there. You're right there. You're I right dare there. you. I dare you. Let them know. <laughs> Let them know that she wasn't cut perfectly to their face. Go ahead. 
Oh man. Yeah. It's seriously like, like I said, like definitely do other conferences. I get it. Cause it is like an investment, mm-hmm. but it's truly nothing like wild. It just yep. really isn't. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Julie, it is always such a pleasure talking to you, having you on planet yes. and wine. And I am so excited that we're going to get to talk to you a little bit more, but you guys are going to have to stay tuned for that once again. Mm, sorry. I know y'all hate it. <laughs> No, they hate it. <laughs> but we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back with the rest of the show. Hey, Planner World. Thanks so much for supporting Planners and Wine. If you are looking for more amazing content, make sure you head over to our Patreon page. We have exclusive bonus episode, exclusive content, and an amazing community that you cannot find anywhere else. Now is also the perfect time to join because we may or may not be debuting an exclusive Patreon-only spinoff show in the coming weeks. Just letting you know, you ain't here for me. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and check out the link in our show notes and get signed up for our Patreon today. We'll see you over there. All right, guys. So we are back from our interview with Julie. Myra, what are your final thoughts on our chat with Julie? Isn't she just the best? She is mm-hmm. such a, a sweetheart, but such a real person too. Mm-hmm. Like try if you want to kind of person, which I appreciate. Clearly, I love try it if you want to kind of people, if y'all yes. couldn't tell already. But <laughs> Myra has a type. Myra has a type. Because <laughs> we here, we here. But yeah, I just love um, getting her perspective and then mm-hmm. learning a few things. Like um, what did she say about the shells at Target? oh how the girls used to move the shells yeah make sure things didn't fall or were hidden under them thirsty thirst but you know we probably would have been right there with we the girls too we would have been thirsty too we would have been thirsty too no shame if that was you because it probably right. would have been us too you know right. when we were you know doing our happy planner thing absolutely I, definitely some things that I've done that I will be like girl come on now mm-hmm. today you know yeah. so we've, we've all been there but um I thought that was pretty cool. And just to mm-hmm. see like how much it evolved, like to think that that's all folks have was like the, the dollar spot stickers mm-hmm. that you had to put more glue on to so now crazy. it's like, we have so many options. It's just so, many. so, it's so great. Yeah. And I mean, it goes back to show, like there's no reason to just be, you know, stuck to one brand. Cause there's just exactly. so many options out here. So many. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. Julie is always so fun to talk to. And we're going to have a preview of something really, really special Ooh. coming up at the end of this episode. But y'all are going to have to just stay tuned. We'll talk about it. I've been saying that a lot this episode. Y'all are so pissed. It's okay, though. <laughs> we're going to get there. I promise. <laughs> I'm not going to make you wait. And don't fast episode. forward because it don't make sense. Just don't. listen to it on through. Just chill. <laughs> just chill. Yes. Yeah. So now we are more or less at the end of lunch season most of the major launches have come out for this season um Myra how do you think this launch season was um yeah let's just talk about how do you think this launch season was for all these different planner companies um I don't know if we talked well we've talked about it with Julie um on one of the shows Mm -hmm. you know just become Patreon (laughs) so you won't miss it but um I do appreciate, especially like with EC, um, like the flow, it seems like a bit different. It seems like evolving where, you know, it comes to like working with the affiliates, even the like designs and the collections, it just seems like it was evolving and more um, just new and fresh, but also Mm -hmm. still keeping the EC brand, which I truly appreciate. 
especially being um, a part of the people who got the collection to be mm-hmm. able to sit with these products, really um, think about like the the content I want to make and all that stuff. Like, I just really appreciate that and yeah. really get to know the items because like I said, you know, for me, my most important thing is to be true to my audience, whether it's yes. here on this platform or on, you know, Myra plans it. That's really important to me. And I need time to mm-hmm. get to know the product. So I do appreciate that they gave us plenty of time to do that. Um, I appreciate that they are listening, like the mm-hmm. changes with the Daily Duo. That was just last year and they mm-hmm. made the change immediately. Um, more options. Yep. Or layouts. Yeah, I just, I do appreciate that. And um, with the other companies, uh, like, was it Simplified that made some changes too? I'm sure that's the their paper. Yeah, the paper is different. And also Day Designer had a lunch too, but I don't think anything really changed. Not anything that I heard about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but those went on without a hitch. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I think um, with it being a little bit earlier than what we're used to, because I feel like, um, you know, academic launch season was typically like towards May mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the past. Um, I do appreciate it being a little bit earlier because you know we're still dealing with supply issues and yeah. getting things in. You know, yep. so I do appreciate folks hopping in on this early. But yeah, but yeah, and for the most part, the community mm-hmm. has been positive. I mean, we we talked about it. Y'all yep. heard our yep. doubts and opinions before, yes, but did. um. Overall, I, I just feel like the community is, you know, being cool about yeah. it, you know? <laughs> I, I think so, too, because my thing is, like, even, like, any any little bit of negativity that I may have saw about people's preferences for, you know, different products or not liking certain things or certain changes, I didn't see anything that was, like, overwhelmingly negative. And it really, I can't even really call it negative. It was just people really voicing not liking something and they weren't doing it in like a rude or like out of line way which I mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because the people I follow are not rude out of line people I'm sure it might have been something out there but I just really uh didn't see any of that so that was a that was a pleasant surprise that nothing was just like overwhelmingly uh negative or anything and people seem to be enjoying this lunch season I'm kind of re- realizing I really need to look into who I follow more and try to follow more people that support more brands because I've only been seeing a lot of particular brands and not so much and I know it's out there for other brands too but it's just mm-hmm. not in the people I follow so it really kind of made me want to branch out more and follow more people because I want to see how they're using you know different brands and different planners and things like that as well um and I think it's cool that like EC for instance has the capacity to have so many layouts and so many mm-hmm. themes and so many different things to choose from because you kind of see with Simplify you know their same daily planner their same weekly planner nothing really new there same thing with day designer same daily planner same weekly planner nothing really new just the year you know in the covers um mm-hmm. so it's nice to see a lot of new options because I'm I know I'm just not the type of gal who is going to use the exact same planner every single year for the rest of my life there are a lot of people out there like that I'm just not one of those so I love to see really new and creative and innovative things even if I'm not always in love with it I still just like that it's out there and it's an option so yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. And even like the little bit of pushback with the, you know, Delhi Duo gate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, the people that I seen that were being like, in my opinion, like just honestly kind of malicious or just, you know, being 
mean about it mm-hmm. um the community didn't didn't bite on that mm-hmm. so i'm like hmm, shout out to y'all that is that's yeah. true yeah because mm-hmm. that i feel like that's what those people wanted mm-hmm. for people to share and you know make it in, in this little really jump on it and make it a wildfire thing. yeah 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 and you know for the most part i didn't see the community really jump on that mm-hmm. so i just I appreciate that because that was just honestly it's a preference we all have different preference we all like different planners we all like different layouts it's all it is but Mm -hmm. you you know folks don't have to be malicious about it and I appreciate the community not like taking that bait basically it's evolving it (laughs) is evolving and it's changing and I feel like people are I feel like reserving their energy the things that really call for it and not Mm -hmm. just using some of their energy on things that aren't super necessary and yeah with this stuff it just definitely wasn't necessary to the majority of us so we'll save our energy for way more important things for sure mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. so um a little bit of reality show talk we're gonna do you know usually we reserve this for reality and wine but me and Myra don't do reality and wine together and we want to talk about this together so we're gonna talk about it here um I watched the first episode of the Kardashians new show um so you guys don't have to and I am here to report back yeah because we new wasn't show. <laughs> some of the girls are okay in my defense some of the girls are gonna watch let it, me okay? know let me know if oh, as y'all one. know all right let us know but as y'all know um the kardashians had their show keeping up the kardashians on e for such a long time i think they did over 20 seasons or and i don't think it was quite 20 years but it was like 20 or so mm-hmm. seasons and it was a lot a lot a lot of episodes they ended that a couple of years ago and then they announced uh i think towards the end of last year that they were gonna have a new reality show called just the kardashians and it was be a uh, hulu exclusive show so that show finally has come out and as we're recording like i said i have seen the first episode and i like it i actually like the show and y'all know i'm not like i don't really call myself like a kardashian hater but i'm definitely not a kardashian fan like i feel like i used to like them a lot more back in the day but once a lot of things some of the problematic things really started surfacing about them and their appropriation of black culture and and things like that that's when i kind of really started to not really care for them so much but i don't hate them or anything like that um but i like this show because it would just it just felt a lot more real than their previous show and we all know the reality shows can only be so real but I felt like this show just did not seem overly dramatized um it didn't seem like they were really trying to put so much stock into certain things just to make them seem more important than what they were it really just it it really was just like they were living their lives and acknowledging that there were cameras around which is something they didn't really do a lot on their previous show you know what I'm saying? It, it felt more mm-hmm. like at, like they were trying to do a scripted, unscripted show back in the day. Yeah. Whereas this one is truly, it kind of felt almost more like a documentary style of thing. Not quite there, but kind of, you know? So I liked it. I felt like it was cool. We got to see uh, Courtney's relationship with Travis Barker, which is nice and how that affects her ex-boyfriend, uh, Scott. Uh, we got to see Kim dealing with some sex tape stuff again which was interesting and also the potential effect that the knowledge of that sex tape would have on her kids which is I mean it's something to think about you know like literally her son was playing the game and on like on Roblox and there was like a preview 
or or something of another game that was like click this to see kim kardashian's new sex date luckily her son can't read but and it didn't <laughs> oh my anything. god but yeah and it literally <laughs> had the moment he discovered it and him showing her in the in the show which is insane right how did he i mean i guess he must have a picture or something that it looked like, like a, her it was like a cry it was like her crying face meme picture it wasn't like a nasty picture or nothing like yeah. that um <laughs> but yeah so that was insane yeah um, started talking about kylie's pregnancy uh kendall wasn't in it that much because she had covid at the time they were filming that but they told us which is interesting mm-hmm. um yeah so like it's, i feel like it was if you're somebody who doesn't really mind the kardashians too much like you like them in small doses or yeah you i feel like you will you will like the show i don't think it's a bad show for anybody like that and i think i'm gonna continue watching it because i'm just kind of curious because we've seen so many things happen in the headlines over the past couple years but this is kind of going to give us the behind the scenes of what is going on with that and how they kind of dealt with that like on a personal level so and then we're gonna deal with you know chloe finding out that tristan got another baby on the way all that all that fallout so it's a lot and it's crazy because on this episode she's like yeah me and tristan are just friends we're working on our trust and if it was up to him we would be back together but right now he's really trying to prove to me that he's changed and he's in therapy and that he wants to be with me and we all are watching like we just know it's a matter of time before they're showing her find out that this fool got another baby on the way Y'all, my respect. Right Sorry, I, I, it's an audio <laughs> podcast. I just, I'm just so through with her. I just so, I, I literally heard it in her voice when you told me that, and mm-hmm. I, that's I why I was said, just like, huh. Yep, that's exactly what she said. Yep, and we like, Ooh. I just, girl, just. Uh, I hope her sisters are telling her, and she don't, de- you know, she don't deserve this. Uh, well, they if if they are, that's definitely not what they. I feel like because of how they know chloe to be i feel like they are taking the stance of just supporting her and her choices i'll let her find out on her own yeah because i feel like they know that if they want her in their lives and they want their you know their niece in their lives then you know you can only tell somebody so much about a person so you just like kind of fall back and like they got to figure out for themselves in the meantime i don't want to ruin my relationship with them trying to force them to get rid of that person and she'll eventually if he is really like this it's going to come out again which it does and she's mm-hmm. going to do what she needs to do so whew. and then that yeah they just not that tight you know how they are it's kind of different with them but even with like say if it was us if you if i felt like you were in like a really really toxic relationship i would tell you but i'm not it's not gonna be something that's gonna be on my agenda to say every single time we talk because i don't want to push you away from me if you're still choosing to be in this situation you know what i'm saying yeah it's tough it's real it is tough it is tough yeah (gasps) yeah i like it I'm like yeah. it was a pleasant surprise it wasn't bad it wasn't boring it was it was kind of interesting and then they're gonna have like the beginning phases of because like on last night they talked about Kim being on Saturday Night Live and you know that's when she really started talking to Pete Davidson not too long after that so we're gonna kind of see the uh, beginning of her relationship her very strange relationship with him <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting <laughs> I just I don't what what they see in pete i just don't understand 
Girl, well, I'm, from I, what I've heard, it's something we can't really talk about on this podcast. That's what uh, I heard too. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. It does. It do. <laughs> I'm like, that's must what it got to be. Right. Right. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure a funny dude. He's not the funniest on SNL, but you know, he's not. But you know what? And I think. I think he's probably maybe a really kind and nice person, which mm-hmm. is a stark contrast to Kanye West. I don't know if anybody would describe Kanye West as nice or kind. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe Kim wanted somebody who was just a little bit more uh, more sweet and attentive than Kanye, because you already know K- P. Davidson is probably all up in her face, give her literally whatever she wants, like doting on her doing the whole shebang. And Kanye was like, mm, What you wearing today? That's all I care about. <laughs> so, because apparently he tried to quit his his career and wanted to just be her stylist. That was talked about on the show too. Like he literally wants to quit music, quit everything else he was doing, and just be her stylist full time. That man, I there's know. no, first of all, there's no way he was going to do that. He Even said if he you know, to. he said it. He said it allegedly. Allegedly, he said it. I, I believe he said it. <laughs> but do I believe he would have executed that? He might have did it for like a year or so, and he would just be. He is yeah, such a creative right. person, and also such an erratic person that there's he no is. way he could just sit and do one thing. Yeah, for, you're right. Because you know, he life. was also yeah. moving to Chicago, mm-hmm. which I don't even think ever fully happened. He also moved to. West Virginia, wherever he was, and he wasn't there forever. So yeah, he is. Yeah. He is very erratic. He wouldn't stay with it. That's true. Yeah, mm. it's just very uh, poor. It's, it's just uh, I hope he get the help he need because mm-hmm. somebody like him and to have the money that he has to have a brain that's just going, mm-hmm. going, going all the time, and you have access to money to help you do all these multiple yeah. things. It's a lot. It's not healthy. Mm-mm. Yeah. you know what and i'm hoping i don't know how recently they've been recorded because i heard one of the reasons why they moved to hulu from e was because they would shoot the stuff for their show on e so far ahead of when it actually aired but with hulu Hmm. it's supposed to be a lot more uh it's not supposed to be a lot more timely because i believe she was just on snl either towards the end of last year or a few months ago so it's really not a lot of time removed from when the show is coming out so it's a lot more timely so i'm curious to see how much of the whole you know social media kanye disaster they're actually going to show i'm on the show because at this point in time in the show's timeline her and kanye are getting a divorce but they're cool they're cordial like she even called him to talk about the whole sex tape thing and how horrible that was she like broke down on the phone talking to him about it and he was like comforting her and this is and they are still in the midst of a divorce at that point so yeah i'm interested yeah. to see how much i'm glad he was through. comforting her because yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's just something i she just did not think about mm-hmm. is it something that she'll have to deal with but i mean I that's a lesson for all of us yeah you know we do something right now and we just don't think about how it could affect you know our future kids yeah. if, you know we and it's unfair it's, it's yeah. unfair yeah. it's not right it only happened to women too yeah so, you know. exactly it's, it's definitely unfair and she kind of talked about that too how that has been held over her for literally the last 20 years of her life and mm-hmm. you know how unfair that is and i i agree it is unfair um so yeah so myra are you gonna check out the kardashians on hulu no you can give me highlights it's fine <laughs> i will <laughs> give me highlights. it does sound good it doesn't i feel like keeping up with the kardashians was boring i never really had an issue with the <laughs> yeah. kardashians but the show was freaking boring mm-hmm. so you know 
I just didn't have an interest in this new show, but yeah. glad that they at least, you know, got something else going. It's a lot more mm-hmm. timely. It sounds mm-hmm. a little bit more real. I think it is. You know? I feel like the old show was a little bit overly curated and this one doesn't feel like that. This mm-hmm. one just doesn't have that feel. And so, you know, we'll see. I'll keep you posted on it. Um, I know I feel like that, can, that may have sounded a little bit like an ad for the show. And like, Hulu, if you want to sponsor some episodes, we'll talk about it. So it's fine. Just hit us I up. I like Hulu. Planetswine at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so next, so both of us have also watched the first episode of The Ultimatum mm-hmm. on Netflix. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that and kind of give our thoughts on the show. My initial thought on the show, uh, and what I saw somebody, a lot of other people voiced on social media about it is why are we watching 24 25 year olds who have been in a relationship for a year or two argue about getting married yeah uh, that was my initial thought too and also right? boo tomatoes tomato tomatoes because none of these people have really <laughs> been together no that long they haven't i yeah. just i mean this is me personally. I mean, do whatever you want to do with your love life. Don't take it personal. If you mm-hmm. get, you know, married somebody after six months or whatever, I just don't feel like a, a year, year and a half, two years is just really enough. And especially mm-hmm. at that age too, mm. you know, cause they yeah. are 22, 23, well, here's 25, the thing. you know, I don't feel like, and I feel like in general, I would agree with that too, but here's the thing. I feel like you can meet somebody and know very, very quickly if they're the one that doesn't mean you're always right but you can know for that point in time that they are the one mm-hmm. and there have been a, probably a lot of successful relationships and marriages that have started out of them not being together for that long the difference yeah. with this show to me and these couples to me is that in those situations it's not like these two people have been together for six months and they're arguing over if they should get married those two people are on the same page and they want the same things very early on right. in their relationship yeah that's the difference the fact that y'all argue about this so early in your relationship is a major red flag a major red flag to me you know yeah. if it's a if it's a disagreement to the point that we're like oh let's check out this tv show and beyond <laughs> that to date somebody else y'all don't need to be together this no. man literally said he doesn't want to get married i, I don't know the people name only I don't watched either. the first one. I don't but he doesn't want to get married to the girl like specifically the girl name alexis i think mm-hmm. oh is it but jack, is he fine? jack and alexis know. maybe i don't know he got a beard decent okay. looking guy whatever maybe he Hunter. got a beard i'm about to look it up know. keep talking i'm sorry I'm i put it in my stories it I, it's in my stories. so if you can oh, look yeah, at him yeah. and see. but okay. um he basically he doesn't want to be with alexis but if he finds somebody in three weeks he he do think that he would be ready to get married. So it's her. It's her. It's not marriage. It's mm-hmm. her. And mm-hmm. why are you on the next 10 episodes, sir? You could go home today. That's wild. I think, yeah, I think this guy, I don't remember his name. I'll just show y'all for do anybody say who it, is looking at the video. Do we say it in the captions? His name is Hunter, though. It sounded about right. He looked like a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> he does like his he name really and like physically he do look like somebody that go hunting right he does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. i mean cute guy but yeah absolutely like and it's like recognize that you just don't want her if that's the case like you don't mm-hmm. need a show to tell you that you don't but if i'm not mistaken 
by the end of the first episode spoiler alert if you haven't watched it by the end of the first episode he is the one that's proposing to her he's proposed they get engaged at the end of the episode first episode right i had to rewatch that i don't remember no engagement oh sorry that may be episode two i didn't know what episode it was on i'm so sorry <laughs> They got it was they got engaged before the process truly started, basically. Yeah. Girl, I know you episode lying. two, I guess. I know you No, I'm not. <laughs> I re- I literally I really thought it was the first episode. I must have just been watching and it went to the next episode and I didn't even realize because I was like half watching. So that's my bad. But yeah, that's Hunter and Alexis. But yeah, he uh he proposes like when they get to like the little sit down dinner, when they're talking about who's gonna go hang out with who for or move in with who for the next three weeks, mm-hmm. he proposes to her right then. I don't know what happens after that. I know she says yes, but that's all I know. After I hope she was- ain't with him now. Cause Girl. when he said that, could you imagine being with somebody and watching being them engaged say that? to somebody and or married? That. They could be married. Oh, by yeah, now, by the time she could. saw it. I don't condone violence, but that might have to be uh <laughs> that might have to be a Chris Rock. That's that like, might have to be a Chris Rock. I think so too. Because so this is that was just so egregious. I could not just imagine even yeah. saying anything like that about my you know future yep. husband. I just couldn't mm-hmm. I yeah. It's insane. Mm. And Alexis, so according to this article, Alexis is only 25. So, and like I said, it's not about age. You can meet the love of your life at any yes. age and be together for whatever time and get married. But it's like, if y'all, if you're already, that you're that young, y'all haven't been together that long and one of y'all wants something so big that the other person is not interested in, come on. You don't need a show to tell you that you mm-hmm. don't need to be with this person. You just don't. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think, I mean, technically I've got married at that age but also obviously that was something he wanted to do too we were both on the same thing we were both on the same we were like 27 yeah yeah we were both on the same page but so i'm not saying like oh they're too young to be thinking about this i'm saying how you with somebody one Mm -hmm. years and this is a major you know discrepancy in your relationship it's just y'all need to move on yeah it's not it right and most of the people who even like anybody who i know of who got married super young like before 25 are more than likely people who have been in a relationship with this person since like high school i'm not saying that you have to do that but like for instance like shanique and randall this is randall can you see him yeah i know random and then this one on the show yeah Yeah, he's super cute she (laughs) is only 24 and he is only 26 and they have been together for a year and a half and she is pressuring him about them getting married and girl finish grad school or get 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 started in your career go travel yeah yeah like why are you (laughs) and i feel like in some situations this might be a situation with them in particular where maybe she is kind of wanting the wedding and not really the marriage the like marriage, when you're thinking yeah. about how fun it is to get married and get engaged and to have that process of the wedding and the bridesmaids and the planning and all that and you're not really thinking of what is what is the real life in and out of actually being married to somebody for the rest of your life because that should be your intention when you go into it yeah you know yeah 
I'm one, I don't know, but I think it would be beneficial for these shows to provide them some therapy, some couples therapy, some individual therapy. Why I think is that couples will be therapy beneficial. not an element? Maybe it is later on, but I haven't seen or heard anything about this. I mean, again, I've only seen the first episode, yeah. but I feel like if these folks were in couples therapy and they're saying like, oh, this is like our last resort to try this show, mm-hmm. that probably would have been something said in the first episode. But I don't yeah. think that this is something. And again, it definitely weren't before. I haven't show. watched the whole show, mm-hmm. but I, that would have been to me. That's the first step. It is. Yeah, you know, if I, if I think TV that this show. Is the... Oh my god. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get that at all. I just don't. I mean, it's nice mm-hmm. for us to be entertained and watch it, but it's mm-hmm. like, why is that the first step? And y'all right. ain't even tried no couples therapy because you could probably find out that this, you think this person is the one, but maybe mm-hmm. that person just isn't in yep. therapy privately. Yep, exactly. Exactly. But, you know. So yeah, we're going to keep watching the ultimatum, mm-hmm. Um, you know, try to Keep your spoilers to yourself, even though I literally just spoiled the second episode of Myra, and I am sorry about that. <laughs> Myra gonna be going off on me soon. <laughs> I would have been going. I'm gonna still go off because it's still like I know you lying. I know you didn't just say this on TV, girl. And the one girl who's like, I want to get married to the guy, and there was like, well, what do you like about him? She's like, well, I don't, I don't know. What? remember that girl yes i think it's the uh if you can't biracial girl you can't even vocalize i think i think that's uh zay and tay yeah they're the ones with the rhyming names Mm -hmm. girl she can't even say why a disaster a disaster so yeah we'll be still watching um the ultimatum and checking in on that maybe mm-hmm. we'll do like a reality and wine special or something on that but yeah hot ass mess train wreck um but very entertaining very, yeah very 10 out of 10 do recommend do i recommend. do think it's entertaining yeah for yep, sure exactly all right guys so before we wrap up this episode we have some really exciting things to announce uh first things first is as of june the first we are uh changing the pricing for our ten dollar tier of our patreon that will be moving up to fifteen dollars if you already are subscribed to that tier no worries you will be grandfathered in and you will still pay um the ten dollars that you were paying before um until you you know leave or cancel or whatever the situation is you'll be paying that for um for the remainder of the time that you are on the tier but yeah we are making that change to that tier in particular and also to our $25 tier that will be going up to $30 so same thing with that um if you um stay with it whatever you're paying now you will still be grandfathered in and still be paying that but that is just for anybody who joins the patreon after june um we'll be paying $15 for that second tier and then uh $30 for the top tier so yeah we just wanted to be very transparent and just let you know guys know about some upcoming changes to that and just in just a second we'll be talking about why we're making those changes Myra did you have anything else to say about the pricing change um yeah so pretty much between now and June 1st if you do want to hop on you can hop on at the current uh prices the mm-hmm. current prices yeah that that's the word current that <laughs> can hop in on those prices now so definitely highly recommend taking advantage of that because like Meg said if you hop in at that price you are going to stay at that price basically until you drop off mm-hmm. or whatever so um definitely take advantage of that for those of you who are already on Patreon nothing will change for you what you are paying right now is what you're going to continue to pay unless yes. you 
drop off. So or you, yeah, you change tiers, upgrade down, yeah, upgrade, like yeah, yeah, anything yeah. like that. So if you don't do nothing, you paying what you paying, you're getting exactly what you're getting. And mm-hmm. honestly, plus more after we talk about that. But um, yes. but yeah, so yeah, definitely take advantage if you have been thinking about it. This month is the month to go ahead and do that. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. And um there so just to say there's no changes coming to the five dollar tier at all. That will continue mm-hmm. to be five dollars, uh, but just changes to the uh exclusive Patreon and the VIP Patreon um tier. And right now that I'm looking, we only have eight slots left on the VIP tier. Um, we may open up some additional slots on that tier, not hundred percent sure yet. But if that if you're interested, now is definitely the time to hop on why it's a little less and why there are still some slots available mm-hmm. so absolutely we say all that to say we are going to be introducing a new patreon exclusive show um so we are going to start off with this show being every other month and depending on uh, capacity and availability of our guests we will potentially do it monthly but for right now we're just mm-hmm. going to do it every month and you're going to get your very first episode in this month of may um and this show We'll give you more details about the in particular show in a second, but this show is only going to be available to that exclusive Patreon tier and the VIP tier. So it will not be available to the $5 tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, nothing is changing at all to the $5 tier. So therefore, you know, monetary, nothing is changing there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if that works for you, that works for you. But um, the other two tiers will be getting this additional show every mm-hmm. other month. And for those of, y'all who are already on our VIP tier, we're trying to drop the shots episode on the episodes we, I mean, on the months we don't have Mm -hmm. meetups. So Mm -hmm. for example, we had a meetup in April. So So therefore you're getting the shop episode in May. And you know, we'll do that until we name. Oh, I did. I thought you said it already. I hadn't said it yet. It's fine. Oh, shit. (laughs) So this new show, it will be uh, called Shots with Meg and Myra. So -hmm. this is basically just like a condensed version of what we do on Planners and Wine with our guests, except for instead of doing like an interview style Q&A type of thing that we do on the regular show, this will just be where we have a guest and we will take a deep dive into a particular topic with Mm -hmm. that guest and we'll all just share our thoughts. Um, and we are so excited about this show our very first guest on this show is our amazing friend Julie Uh, we talked to her all about toxicity in the planner community Uh, she answered the question for us is the planner community toxic we talked about how how is toxic ways that we could try to make it not so toxic and we just kind of dive deeper into that so yeah Mm -hmm. we're super excited about it yeah yeah it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. um i'm excited to see where it goes and let us know your feedback if you are on the patreon definitely comment mm-hmm. on it let us know um because that is going to let us know if we should you know up it or yep. you know up it as far as like do it monthly i don't know yep. if we can do more than that right now this ain't this ain't right. a full-time job y'all it's not, not, but, yet. <laughs> not yet but um i think it's gonna be really good it's literally like like meg said it's literally gonna be as if we are you know just mm-hmm. chatting having a mm-hmm. shot with our guests and unfiltered. you know so unfiltered yeah a real quick short episode we're trying to keep it between 30 40 minutes so yeah. it's you know not a full-blown planners and why episode mm-hmm. but you know just a just a shot 
just a shot absolutely yeah. shot with a lot of our faves so and also you have any suggestions for people in the community that you would love to hear on the show or any topics you would want us to talk about on it let us know and we will definitely keep that in mind for uh future episodes so uh without further ado we're gonna end this episode with something we have never done before we'll end this episode with a little preview of our very first episode Ooh. of shots with meg and myra so we hope you guys enjoy and thank you all so much for listening as always we love you guys and we appreciate you guys support so 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 much yes guys yeah so enjoy and um, we'll talk to y'all next week bye guys guys so joining us for our very first patreon exclusive episode of shots with meg and myra we have our amazing friend julie to talk about is this planner community toxic we're gonna have a discussion julie how are you good <laughs> she just told me how she was about 45 minutes ago we just recorded planners yeah, online, but exactly. you know <laughs> I was wholeheartedly expecting you to be like shots, shots, shots. I, I don't, we don't know what the intro of this show is yet, but it, we're still oh, workshopping. That would be awesome. It. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we have shots now, but by yeah. Pitbull or somebody. So we got to be careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it, ladies. Is this planner community toxic? And if it is, why do we think that? And how can we help to improve this community? So this is kind of going to be a different format than our regular show. This is not an interview. It's really just an open discussion between the three of us. So I guess who wants to who wants to pop it off? Julie, I, I know say you have this, a lot of thoughts. Oh, go ahead, so Myra. nobody don't correct you. Um, shots that is little John and LMFAO. Oh, thank, thank that you out there. for saving we know me who it from is. that. Thank yes, you. I didn't, you. but Myra just told me, so y'all don't have to <laughs> Delete the tweet. I, I felt it coming. I felt it coming. <laughs> Our Patreons are better about that type of stuff, though. So we have they to keep are. that in mind that the whole world is not hearing this. That's true. But yeah, thank just you saying. for that, Myra. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, Julie, you can back. go ahead and, and start. Um, so my answer is yes. Thank you for having me. Bye. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a wrap. That's the that conversation. <laughs> I, I definitely think that there are some very toxic levels to the planner community. Mm. Um, and I, I think a lot of it can come with also taking some ownership of how toxic it can be. Mm-hmm. So yes, there are toxic behaviors, but a lot of social media platforms have given you the tools to sort of refine what your feed looks like. Mm-hmm. And that can kind of remove the toxicity for you, like right off, right off the jump, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can really, even though everybody hates the Instagram algorithm, you have control over who you follow. You yeah. have control over who you have muted or unmuted. Let me tell you when the muted feature came on Instagram, uh, I was like, Blessing that is the best thing ever. From the there are people that I, I love to follow. <laughs> But I don't need to see every single thing that they post all day long, every day, um, because sometimes it might not be what I need to see. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to also recognize what are the things that trigger us on social media. Um, We might want to really support a friend and follow them and things like that, but maybe what type of content they have isn't the thing that we're prepared to see day in and day out, right? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. 
So I think that that's really important to, you know, curate your own feed, if you will, so that you're not, because you really, you can't control the content that people put out, but you can control the content that you receive. Absolutely. And you can control Mm -hmm. how you respond to that content Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And what we had kind of started talking about before we came on is that everything doesn't call for a comment. And I feel like, I feel like you can tell when somebody is putting something out into the world because they want a comment from it and Mm -hmm. when they don't when they're just talking when they just want to just kind of shoot the shit with the internet and you know what I'm saying like you I feel like you can really tell the difference but there are some people in this community in particular because what we're talking about who feel the need to comment on everything and I feel like that is toxic like there is sharing your opinion and there is harassing other people and forcing your opinion and your views down their throats, which is something that all three of us have dealt with Mm -hmm. in this community where it wasn't somebody who just wanted to have a open discussion or debate about something. They just wanted to shove their shit down your throat, literally. And they didn't care how you felt about it. They just wanted you to receive it because you're just a person on the internet to them. You're not a real human being you know with your own feelings and thoughts about things and it's yeah it's it's definitely something that stops me from saying a lot of things that I would normally say because I have to think do I want people to come in on this or not and sometimes I don't Mm -hmm. and so sometimes it'll just be either me putting in my close friends or me not saying anything at all or if I do put it out there literally blatantly asking people not to come in on it (laughs) you know and sometimes Mm -hmm. they still do sometimes Mm -hmm. they still do you know, it's just, it's there, layers. There are people who literally believe that if you are on social media, that you just have to accept it. Yep. You have to accept mm-hmm. the unsolicited opinions, the unsolicited DMs, and you gotta the unsolicited take it with comments. On your face. You and gotta be nice yep. about it too. Well, mm-hmm. you're on the internet, you know, it yeah. comes with the territory. No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no. It's like, cause you're on the internet too. So, but you're mad when I throw it back to you though. Mm-hmm. Now it's different. Because you got a platform. You can't say anything back to these people because you have a platform. And here's the thing, though. Everybody has a platform, even if you have zero followers. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has a platform. But there's something that that gets twisted, whereas if you have a larger platform, why people Mm -hmm. think your feelings don't matter anymore and you should just receive all type of hate and BS that people throw Mm -hmm. at you and take it with a smile on your face. And that's just not realistic, Mm -hmm. you know? No, it's not. Oh, oh, the ghetto. I, I just, Talk about it, Myra. Talk about I'm, it. I'm just thinking about this situation where like I was following a person, what they were posting constantly. And like you said, it was a situation where clearly this person just wanted a response from people. Yeah. So I decided to just unfollow because I was just like, you know what? Because sometimes like, okay, y'all, here's how I, me personally, treat like the levels of like mute, unfollow and block. mute is just like launch season girls mute Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um like i like your content but you're doing a little bit too much now Mm -hmm. i'll come back to you later unfollow Mm -hmm. is like you know i don't have a problem with you like you can say you know what you want to say but i don't need to consume your content Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i just need to and then also i don't Mm -hmm. want like my anybody being like oh myra follows so maybe because that's also where people think since you follow somebody you agree with everything they say but you know Mm. oh that's uh, unfollow that's true (laughs) go ahead (laughs) (laughs) we do think that even though it's not accurate we are it's not yeah so i'm just like yeah that's the unfollow for me the block is just like you gotta go. I just don't need that negativity in my life. You we don't even need to know you, know you exist. Mm-mm. Yeah. Be blocked yeah. And, be and you can't see anything I do. Yep. 
So I just, I chose the unfollow route for her. Cause it's like, I mean, there's no issue or anything. Yeah. The stuff that she was posting is triggering. She wanted a response. Like days right. later, I get this long ass DM about like, why did you unfollow me? Da, da, da. And it's like, what? Like, yeah. you know that that's, yeah. that's the one single reason why I'm always like really nervous about unfollowing people. That is toxic in and of itself yeah. is that <laughs> the fear of unfollowing someone because of the reaction that you will get. Like yeah. at the end of the day, this is social media, right? I am not wishing ill will on you. I am just like, I don't need you on my list of people that I follow mm-hmm. because it is making me uncomfortable. It is right. making yeah. me unhappy, <laughs> right? Social media already does a lot of things to our brains, right? Like we compare mm-hmm. ourselves, we we judge our own selves based on our lives, not looking like what someone is putting out there on social media. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so the last thing you need to do is add someone to that list. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. going to make you feel worse. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And exactly. so I never knew that unfollowing was going to be such a problematic thing for people. Yeah. And it really, it really has become something that is toxic for me because I know that there are people that I need to unfollow and I won't mm-hmm. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. because of the possible you don't reaction deal with it. that it might. Yeah. 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 And that, isn't that sad? Yeah. It is. It is it's, sad. It, it shout really out to the is. meat because that's also for mm-hmm. those folks too. Cause it's yeah. like, I can remove the negativity, but not have to deal with that. Yeah.